What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. So I know a lot of you guys that I've talked to regarding Salt Lake City have said kind of, you've had like mixed feelings about it. Um, I can say it's going to take a little bit of growing. Um, I liked the first couple episodes. I liked meeting the women. Um, but I have to say, last night's episode was extremely boring. Um, I don't I don't know why, but I found myself, like, literally falling asleep. And normally, I, you know, normally I'm, like, really hooked and, like, interested. But last night, I was just not interested at all. I don't know what it was. But, like, you know, we wrapped up some drama from last week. Um, but then most of the stuff that was happening, like, um, you know, Whitney filmed a lot uh, with her dad and then with her brother. And I don't know. I just didn't find it that interesting. Um you know, obviously I'm sensitive to her situation with her father and how he's recovering. Um, but I just didn't feel like it needed that much airtime. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that was really interesting to me or, or that kept me engaged was, um, the, the end of the luncheon, obviously. And then, um, Meredith and Sean, because I'm trying to kind of understand their situation a little bit more. Other than that, I was not really having it for any of the scenes. Um, everything in between last night was just completely boring. I don't, I don't know what it was. So, uh, with that being said, let's talk a little bit about Mary and Jen's feud. Um, here's what I think. I think this whole thing, um, or their relationship in general, um, is built on this huge misunderstanding. I think they're just so misunderstood with each other at this point that it's hard for them to get back to that place of being friends. Um, because Jen did say that they were friends at one point. Um, and obviously it's hard to believe now because we're watching this and we're just like, you know, they're, they keep going back and forth. Um, but yeah, I think it's just built on this huge misunderstanding. I think they need to um, kind of just let everything go and kind of start over. Um, which I know is kind of hard to do just because so much has been, so much has been said past this point. Um, as far as the actual luncheon, um, initially last week I was like, Jen just needs to calm down. She's going from zero to a hundred real quick. Um, but then Mary is not saying some nice things either. So it's kind of hard for me to be on her side. I mean, she's calling her a hoodlum. And then that whole comment about the convenience store thing was just very insensitive. Um, and I know she's going to be getting a lot of shit for that. Um, I haven't read what Twitter has been saying, but definitely, you know, expect people to sound off uh, on that. Um, Here's what I'm starting to notice with Jen, though, is she, when she's angry, she reaches for anything she can. Um, She doesn't even have to be super angry at somebody, um, but she just reaches, you know, for something. Like this whole convenience store comment had nothing to do with what they were talking about, but yet it came out. Um, And then even... um, you know, like last week, she talked. She brought up the whole grandfather thing. Had nothing to do with anything what we were talking about, but yet it got brought up. And um, just you know, she brings up little things here and there that just have no relevance to the conversation. So um, I think she is definitely a drama stirrer. Um, I don't think she tries to be, but I think she just she has nothing to hold on to. So she kind of grasps at whatever she can in order to make herself look superior in the situation. And speaking of not being on Mary's side. I did not like how Mary started coming for Heather, calling her Two-Face. I do not feel like Heather is Two-Faced at all. I feel like she was trying to manage the situation and she was doing a really good job of it. Um, But um, yeah, I don't understand why she came for her. And I mean, they ended up, you know, having dinner later in the episode. But um, yeah, that was was rude. (laughs) 
So when Meredith picked Sean up from the airport, um, my biggest takeaway from that whole conversation, from what I can tell, is it sounds like somebody needs to compromise. Um, I don't know what, like, there's obviously a bigger issue going on with their their marriage, um, just because they seem like a perfect couple, but then, you know, they bicker. They don't, like, yell at each other, but they, they bicker and they, you know, they're talking about certain things and conversations. I think somebody needs to compromise, whether it be Meredith or... Sean, again, I don't really know anything other than what we've seen so far. I haven't dug up any information on their past or anything, but um, I mean, Meredith has her business in in Utah, so I think that Sean needs to be um, aware of that. Um, and you know, she made a good point. She said, "All my life, I've moved around with you, and I'm not just going to follow you everywhere you go. I, at some point, I want to stay somewhere." And so um, that I can I can appreciate. I mean, obviously, she's telling us as viewers that she's made sacrifices and um, I think that Sean needs to make some sacrifices for the sake of keeping their marriage and um, yeah and um, you know I just have to say my heart was breaking for Meredith and Sean Um, I think they're okay now Um, like present day I think they're okay Uh, because I'm assuming that during COVID and everything they all quarantined together Um, but just seeing like I mean, watching that conversation, um, it's not typical, you know, we're used to seeing couples fight on the show, um, and not just Salt Lake City, I mean, in general, with all the franchises, we're used to seeing couples fight, um, and, you know, every once in a while, we'll see them make up, but to see, like, Sean, you know, look in Meredith's eyes and say, like, I don't want to lose you, like, I was just like, oh my god, my heart was melting, because I was like, you can see that there's two people who've been married for a long time, and they really care for each other. And I know Sean is trying to make it work and he's trying to make Meredith happy. So, um, you know, I hope we start seeing some up here because it was kind of upsetting to watch. I was like, oh, they're like that. They're like that favorite couple. You know, it was kind of like what Lisa was saying last week when Meredith told her about the whole separation thing. Lisa was like, they're like the it couple, you know, and to see them go through that, it's, it's tough. And so I haven't even known them for long and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want them to break up. Like they seem like such a perfect couple, you know, and, um. So anyways, I hope it works out for them. Okay, I do want to talk a little bit about this whole married grandfather thing, and then hopefully we don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> so it is her step-grandfather. So um, it's not her blood grandfather, like they were talking about last night. Um, however, it's still weird. I mean, if my grandfather or grandmother, you know, got divorced and then got remarried, and it was, you know, in the will of my grandmother that, I would have to marry my, you know, it's just, it's weird. And I know, um, you know, Mary's talking about it and she said the first two years were so hard and I didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to do it, but then I, you know, I found my faith and I did it. Um, I just a hundred percent don't agree with that. I think that it's absolutely ridiculous still. Um, but that doesn't mean that I need to go and, you know, judge Mary for her choices. I personally feel like it's absolutely ridiculous, but she you know, is happy and content in her marriage. So, um, I mean, regardless of what angle you look at it, it's always going to be the same angle. I mean, it's a step-grandfather. It was somebody in your family. That's like saying that in your will, you had to marry your fourth cousin. You know, I mean, it's weird because at some point you're, you're related and it's just, it's weird. And so, um, yeah, I have to say, uh, even though that it's a step-grandfather, it's still weird. I would personally never do that. Um, and I don't think that she should, um, 
uh, you know, obviously she justified it with religion, but I mean, whatever floats your boat, but I can tell you right now, religion is not going to make me do shit like that. Uh, I would never do that in my life. Um, and I think, um, but yeah, like I said, it's kind of hard for us to judge because it's not our life, but, um, all we can do is sit back and give our opinion. <laughs> uh, well guys, we've reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, super, super boring episode last night. I don't know what it was, um, whether it was, you know, all the scenes in between, but I was just not here for it. Low key falling asleep. So, um, I hope next week is more interesting. <laughs> um, and, um, I hope we get to, um, I, I do want to see, I, I want to learn a little bit more about Heather, um, and yeah, I, I, I would say I want to learn a little bit more about Heather and I want to, um, dive in more with Meredith and Sean and kind of get to understand their situation a little bit better. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in and, um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.